You know, I just, <laughs> I fully understand. I just bought these motherfucking headphones like two days ago. Oh, do they break? I can only hear out of one ear. I feel like I'm oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that sucks. I'm like talking to my good ear children. Oh my god, <laughs> this is wretched. <sighs> at, at times like this. The best thing for me to do is blame my kids. Somebody touched my shit. <laughs> I think that's fair. I don't know who touched my shit, but somebody was touching my shit. And everybody's going to, they're not. But if that, if I wasn't, <laughs> trust me, they would be so screwed right now. I, I know how to do the, the Darth Vader force choke from across the room. In video that's, games, and so, um, <laughs> gentlemen, hey, shall we? Hello. Do I sound all right? You sound like a middle-aged white man. That's that's close. <laughs> <laughs> just here to pay my taxes and go to work. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So <laughs> we're all in the same boat. Oh, Shante. Yes. Hi. Um, Hi. You want to do it or should I? You should do it. Groovy. You're way better. At, you're better at it than I am. Don't do ever it. say way better. You're learning. I've had multiple years of this shit. Um, single simulcast, episode 241. Fat Man Wild's in the building. Shantae's in the building. We're also joined by guests. That's why I didn't say I'm in the building, even though I'm in the building, because obviously I'm speaking. I'm not God. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Uh, my wife has called me that a couple of times. She's either talking to him or me. The lights were out. I'm not quite. You know what? I've said too much already. She said, oh, God. And I answered. It got awkward. Um, we are. I'm laughing alone with that one. I'm, I'm going to get my ass kicked later on. Um. <laughs> Today, we are joined by two illustrious gentlemen uh, from the Meat Cute podcast, which is available at the Meat Cute, and that's M E A T C U T E dot com. We're a spelling podcast. I like that. You said last last episode that you weren't going to do that, but I was like, no, I need that. See, and I feel like we should change our categories. From comedy to educational, because we spell shit. S H I T. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it spells. Damn. <laughs> that, that, that first day that our kids figured out how to spell was the worst day of my life. <laughs> uh oh, uh -oh there goes all <laughs> that careful code that you created. <laughs> Baby. Let me tell you about the F-U-C-K-I-N-G-D-A-Y that I had today. Daddy spelled right. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, O-S-H-I. <laughs> like, they didn't understand the cuss words, but when they said that I spelled day, that just ruined everything. I knew that the next step was they were going to start smoking the weed. It's all. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> they all get there, right, Matt? 
Apparently, that's the way things are going so far for my kid, so it's only a matter of time. It's a slippery slope from walking to spelling to the dope. (laughs) (laughs) If I can spell it, I can smoke it. (laughs) We are joined by Josh and Matt from The Meat Cute, and which one of y'all want to tell them something about your show and how to find you and things of that nature? I'll let Josh do that because he's so good at it. Josh, the floor is yours. Uh, me, Q's just a, a excuse for Matt and I. He's a good stand-up comedian from down in L.A. So I was like, I need to be on a podcast with you to ride your coattails into fame. So I was like, let's just have a podcast where we interview people. And uh, that's how the meet cute was born. Because in romantic comedies, when the two main characters meet, it's, it's called the meet cute. I was like, oh, I want that. And then when that spelling was taken online for meetcute.com, I was like, I'll just spell it the other way. It's fine. Uh, No, I was like, we'll spell it the other way. Thank you. Oh, okay. Hey, yeah, I'm sorry. You're you're the smart one. Credit for it. Well, that's just it. It's just us, like, being dumb together. That's all. But everyone should listen to it. Y'all undersell it. Their podcast is absolutely awesome. And it is... I... I told, I told Shante, I was like, Shante, these guys are freaking adorable. Like, y'all are awesome together, and it just, the, the vibe and the, 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 the aura and the everything, I don't even know what the fucking aura is. I just felt like that fit into the whole Jene say quiet. I don't even know if I'm using that right. I'm just trying to impress y'all, because y'all are the first group of white guys we've had on the show in, like, ever. I'm honored. So I want to use the, the queen's language or the king's language, what the fuck ever. Anyhow, oh by the way, Matt, it was decided long ago never to walk in anyone's shadow. But it was I've decided that because um, your last name is uh, awesome. Thank oh, you. so good. His last name is not awesome, by the way, y'all. His last name. <laughs> can I say your last name or should? Yeah, please do. His last name is Shipway. Like the way of the ship. Yep. I wish I wish I could take credit for it, but it was just passed on to me. Yeah. yeah somebody like like somebody told me a long time ago that I got my name, uh, my last name from like like people whose last name was like Schumacher. Their parents <laughs> were shoemakers, and people whose last names was Horson. We'll just leave that alone. <laughs> um, so Shipway, I figure your parents just pointed a lot. Go that way. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. No, yeah, I'm constantly getting asked if that's actually my real name or if it's my entertainment name. I was like, <laughs> no, that's this is just my name. I'm not that clever. Is that your wrestling name or is that your real name? I'm a comedian. Not even a wrestler. <laughs> it just sounds like a wrestling name. <laughs> <laughs> like you come down, they just have playing at your theme music. Hey, coming from California, weighing 245 pounds, ship weight. <laughs> 245 pounds of muscle, table muscle. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Shipway. <laughs> Matt, I've decided for the majority of this show until I forget, which will be soon, I'm, I'm quite certain. I'm going to call you Young Shipway. Not Y-O-U-N-G, but Y-U-N-G, like a rapper would do it. I love it. Young Shipway in the building. Um, But again, y'all can find them at the meetcute.com. 
Um, and that's M E A T C U T E, uh, dot com. Um, we are still here at single simulcast.com. That's still the movement. Um, is anybody moving towards single simulcast.com? Like, do I have to keep saying that to do, do, do any of y'all come and look at us there? Like, do you peek through a window, just see what's going on, move on? Like, if I left votes or, or, or a, uh, a poll or something like that on the website and comments were available, would you leave them there? Like, why don't you love me? That's really what I want to say. Why don't you want me anymore? I'm so lovable. I have I have good qualities. I'm an upstanding human and I have currently all of my facial features are still in one place. When I get old, I'm like I figure one of my eyes is going to come out of more a patch like a like a pirate, but right now I'm good. Um that would be cool. I would love that. I, I'm looking forward to it. My uncle had a glass eye. He used to use it for marbles. Oh, God. That would terrify <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to win at marbles every single time. It's like, wait a second. Let me just pop this out. Everybody else is just going to walk away. It's like, okay, you win. <laughs> okay, we're going to play Endurance Marbles. The first person to leave loses. Oh, God. <laughs> Let me just... Where's your marble at, uncle? Wait. <laughs> and then he puts one of the marbles in instead of his eyeball. <laughs> oh, it no. just looks real weird. And it's a cat's eye, and he's like, we all float down here. <laughs> I still don't know what that means, and I've read that book like five times. We all float down here. Like, okay, that's what I get for reading the book the first time when I was 10. My parents were very liberal. Um, Mommy, can I read the book with the clown on the front? <laughs> yeah, kid go for it. She could only read it during the daytime as it was, so when I had to read it, it really just fucked my whole world up. Um, Shante can also be found at buryme-in-redlipstick.com and B-U-R-Y um, where she talks about lipstick and fashion and, and, and makeup and our show. I saw that. <laughs> I seen that. I was, I was like, oh my god, she's doing the advertising thing. Um, <laughs> I was like, you go, girl. And it's, uh, you know, um, let me see what else. I think that about, oh, 916-572-9016, the voicemail line. Uh, single simulcast at gmail.com is the email address. And you can buy t-shirts at teespring.com uh, backslash single, or teespring.com backslash store backslash single simulcast. And you can pay us uh, at paypal.me backslash single simulcast. It's a lot of single simulcast in that word. <laughs> Consistent branding. That's, right? That's what that is. Consistent branding. Right. That's exactly what I was going for when I made these links. That's it. <laughs> Consistent branding. Not was it available because my first, the first name that I had thought of for this show was Black Ass Shit. <laughs> wow. You are listening to the Black Ass Shit podcast. My name is Rashani. It just worked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I would definitely listen to that, though. Just to let you know. <laughs> I feel like you would. I feel like oh, I yeah. would. 
I feel like I would I would look forward to your insights too. Like you would be the man on the streets giving me insight on what's going on that day. Yeah. Specifically the white man on the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah that goes without saying. Like, you know, because yeah. 70s, back in the 70s when black exploitation movies were out, whenever they said the man, they weren't talking about me. They were talking about uh-uh. you. So when I say the <laughs> man on the streets, this is the blackest shit podcast. <laughs> it's a you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Man, now I gotta make a show and see if anybody gave that one up yet. That was about ten years ago. And spoiler alert, the Black as Shit podcast actually became off the top, which then became single simulcast. Oh. Yeah, it's a, it's been a long road for of podcasting for me. Nobody History wanted, lesson. Yeah, nobody wanted me to be on their show because I wouldn't shut the fuck up. So I just decided to do my own show and then I could talk as much as I wanted, and then I realized I didn't have shit to say. <laughs> Seven, wow that's three hour shows right <laughs> wow but now podcasts have to be connected to a wifi network to download yeah I'm okay with it I do it yeah <laughs> the worst part is when you do a podcast is like 120 megabytes even after you shrink it down and everything and you know back here's the thing I shouldn't feel badly about that. I shouldn't feel badly that y'all listen to podcasts that are like 150 megabytes or whatever because you all have like 35 to 50 gigabytes on your phone now, but I'm still locked in like 2010 where you were lucky if you had a 2 gigabyte iPad or iPod, whatever they were called. I forget. I haven't seen one in so long. Who's seen an iPod recently? Exactly. So... <laughs> I didn't want to take up people's space. And now I have all the space in the world, and I'm still like, you know what? I'm frugal. I'm, I'm trying to keep this under 60 megabytes. Yeah. Wait, wait. You have all the space in the world? I literally had to delete an app that I had just to take a picture the other day. <laughs> like, I, I, I was like, I'm not spending much money on this phone. Uh, just get me the one with the least amount of, of data on it. And they pulled through with that and a little bit too well. How many gigabytes is on your phone? I don't know. It just doesn't tell. It doesn't tell me every time I <laughs> turn it on. I ask it, and it tells me none of your fucking business. <laughs> How many gigabytes do you have? None of your motherfucking business, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Siri, why do you talk to me like that, Josh? Stop being a motherfucking punk, Siri. <laughs> I don't get. Siri is kind of bossy. Josh. Hold on. I really like I I thought that it was a default now that every phone had like I don't know 500 gigabytes of space or something like that. I'm, I'm making that up. That's an arbitrary number. Oh god, um, that seems like a that seems like a whole lot. Like isn't that like how much a PlayStation has? Right. My phone, <laughs> so I'm off. So maybe like 30 gigabytes. I guess I have 12 gig. So yeah, just look. the default has to be like 30. <laughs> I just asked for the, the shitty one. Like you, and they looked at you for a second like, are you sure? We need you to yes. sign this waiver saying that we did not offer this shit to you. This is a secret menu type phone that, how much you really want to pay that little for it, huh? Okay. 
Hey, I'm all about saving money. All right. Trina? Nothing, nothing wrong with that. Trina, go yeah. go get the little phone. Go, go. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, not that one. The, the one behind that one. It's it's the one that um, holds the shelf up. Yeah, that one. Don't, 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 don't look at him. <laughs> I said I want one that looks exactly like my last one, and, but has the better software on it. They're like, so you want the small version? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, you want like no date, like no storage on there? I was like, I guess I'm, I seem to be working fine. But it turns out all the apps for the updated phone take up a shit ton of space. So I'm deleting everything all the time. That is adorable. Yeah, I <laughs> fucked myself. I, I don't. This is how I know that I'm bougie. This is exactly how I know because I am looking at other people's struggles like that is the cutest thing I've heard all day. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about your issues. Entertain me with your struggles. This is the best. Um, do you want my old phone? <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that. My kids. Take- I never knew how much that would hurt if someone actually said that. You're the first person who said that to me, and that I'm like. Oh, damn. Ouch. Oh. <laughs> you know what's funny? Not funny. A uh, serious, serious story. I had an old phone, and my old phone worked fine. But then my son decided that he needed a phone, so he begged my wife to give him a phone. And now he has my old Note 4. And he's nine. <laughs> I was like, I didn't get my first phone until I was like 18. And it only had, it didn't even have data. It had minutes. Like, <laughs> when you got the, and it wasn't a lot of minutes. It was like 60. When you got the 60 minutes, shit just broke. Okay. <laughs> and I didn't, nobody, nobody kept track. It wasn't like there was a, a, a clock on the phone that you could look at. Cause there wasn't a speakerphone or anything. So I'd be talking to my girl. No, let me be honest. I'd be talking to my friend. No, let me be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who the fuck I was on the phone with, but whoever it was, I was on the phone for like what felt like 15 minutes and it was really an hour. And so it would just hang up in the middle of a call and to get more minutes, you had to pay for it. Yeah. Good for you. I didn't get my first phone until I was like 23. Yeah. I think I held off on getting my phone. Yeah. until I was about probably 23. I was like, fuck it. I don't need people to get a hold of me. I'll get a hold of people when I want to get a hold of them. And that's it. But now I'm just constantly at you know have my phone at my hip hoping that people will call me now (laughs) text me now send me a notification come on baby anything anything call me now who's the baby daddy (laughs) sorry miss cleo um it's it's just adorable to me that um (laughs) where because i was like that i was like you know what i don't give a fuck about people calling me Hey, what the fuck? And I'm still like that, but now all my games are on my phone. So now it's like I have a, a, a portable video game system in my pocket at all times. I don't even take calls. I just I have blocked more numbers on my phone than <laughs> I can even say. Like if a number comes to my phone, you better text me first to say, Rashani, I'm about to call you from this number and be very specific. Because if a number comes through and I don't recognize it, I will block you. <laughs> At a moment, I probably have passed up on at least 15 to 16 lotteries that I've won 
that people from Zambia <laughs> are trying to call and give me because I keep on blocking their numbers. Oops. I know, right? I'm never going to get that money from that Nigerian prince. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a nice guy. <laughs> he just wants to do what's best for me. Why don't you believe him? Oh, man. Um, I believe that covers everything um, regarding where to find us and where to find y'all and uh, things of that nature. Um and so, as we often do, now we are going to jump from... Every team trains hard. Yes, they do. Now we are going to jump from what... Sh- what the fuck? Stop doing that, you son of a biscuit! <laughs> okay, now you're muted. You won't do that again, will you? As we often do, we are now going to make an abrupt, sharp turn from being humorous and fun... To being absolutely serious i'm into it yeah yeah it, it, I'll, it, I'll try it's hard for me to be serious but i'll see what i can do watch this international human rights activists are decrying reports that at least 100 gay men have been arrested and three killed in the russian region of chechnya a moscow-owned russian opposition newspaper novaya gazeta cited claims by federal law enforcement officials who say the men aging in range from 16 to 50 were detained, quote, in connection with their non-traditional sexual orientation or suspicion of such, end quote. Those arrests apparently began when a local LGBTQ rights group, GayRussia.ru, applied for pride parade permits, which were immediately de- denied. The reports, however, were quickly dismissed as absolute lies and disinformation by a spokesman for Chechnya's leader, Rosman Kadyrov. The spokesman, Alvi Kamarov, then suggested that no gay people were living in the Muslim-majority region. Quote, you cannot... <laughs> ar- they don't... They ain't here. What? <laughs> what? Where'd you see a gay person? <laughs> no. Nobody here but us Muslims. <laughs> <laughs> if you look through that door... <laughs> Guess what you're going to see? That's right. Not a gay person. Um, God, you made this funny again. This is what happens when you do a show <laughs> comedian. You cannot arrest or repress people who just don't exist in a republic, he said, according to the New York Times. Wow. We have gone full Star Wars. They are not a part <laughs> of the republic. They are rebels. Um, as the advocate points out, however... Karamov's statement failed to quash the arrest claims. On April 1st, Navaya Gazeta report doubled down on their initial report with a source telling the newspaper that the Muslim-majority region's anti-LGBTQ efforts include concentration camps. Detainees in those camps, which have been likened to those in Nazi Germany, are allegedly being subjected to physical abuse at the hand of government officials while being ransomed to their families. Those who are released, sadly, may face additional persecution as as extrajudicial honor killings have been known to take place, according to the Washington Post. Details of the alleged detainments remain frustratingly vague. Chechen activist Kita Sadarov, who is on Katy Ross Human Rights Council, dismissed the claims, saying she hadn't had a single request on the issue in a Russian radio interview cited by The Guardian. Much like Karamov before her, however, Saratova downplayed, almost said downloaded, downplayed the existence of gay people in the region at large. Quote, in our Chechen society, 
any person who respects our traditions and culture will hunt down this type of person without any help from authorities, Saratoga said, and do everything to make sure that this kind of person does not exist in our society. Meanwhile, a number of leading human rights organizations have called out against the allegations. On Tuesday, GLAAD President Sarah Kate Ellis called on U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations, Nikki Haley, to condemn the alleged attacks and press for an investigation. Quote, I'm calling on Nikki Haley to speak up against the reported LGBTQ concentration camps in Chechnya. Retweet to join me. I'm going to hit retweet right now because I'm a soldier. (laughs) Down with the struggle. The New York-based advocacy group Human Rights First echoed those sentiments, calling upon Secretary of State Rex Tillerman, Tillerson to speak out against the reports. Quote, in his confirmation hearings, Tillerson responded to a question on the human rights of LGBTQ people by noting that American values don't accommodate violence or discrimination against anyone. This, this is me jumping in real quick. Uh, American values don't accommodate violence or discrimination against anyone except in North Carolina. Tuh. Just just putting that out. Oh, and in San Francisco. Yep. <laughs> and, whoa, wait, and in the South. Wait, wait. <laughs> wait, there's more. And along the border. <laughs> wait, wait. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Uh, now is the time for him to put the power of his office behind that statement and raise this issue directly with his counterparts. The human rights campaign has similar word for Tillerson. Uh, quote, on a visit to Moscow, Secretary Tillerson can't turn a blind eye to citizens being tortured and killed on suspicion of being gay. End quote. Amnesty International, meanwhile, launched a petition of its own demanding that Chechnya... What? demanding the Chechnya to stop abducting and killing gay men, end quote. The Chechen government won't admit that gay men even exist in Chechnya, let alone that they order what police call, quote, preventive mopping up of people they deem undesirable. The petition, which had over 25,000 signatures as of Tuesday afternoon, read. On Wednesday... LGBTQ rights activists in London will stage a protest outside of the city's Russian embassy in response to the reports. Quote, we are seeing very little response to this in the mainstream media and government action so far is poor, said Steve Taylor, who is the communications director for the European Pride Organizational Association. We must be, we must not be bystanders and we must challenge this inhumanity, end quote. Sounds terrifying. Right? And absolutely, absolutely terrifying. And they're saying, like, and, and the fact that they're saying, oh, well, there ain't no gay people here. And if there was some gay people, they'd be dealt with is really fucked up. Yeah, fucking Russia, man. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know how many people know this, um, because... While history speaks of the folks who were murdered in the Holocaust, a lot of times they don't speak of the fringe groups that were also murdered in the Holocaust, uh, right. such as uh, like gypsies, gypsies, uh, also uh, gay men, gay people were exactly. also killed. Exactly. Here we go again. 
I mean, I'm not saying that it's at that level, but damn it, this is a concentration camp for gay men. Yep. And they're already saying that we've never had them in our cities. But if we did, if and we did, you know, we they would, say, huh? They talk about mopping them up. Yeah. Not even like sweeping them up. They're mopping them up. You know something bad has happened to them if they're mopping them up. Fucking Russia. Like, seriously. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, and this is who, and when I say you, I don't mean you. I just mean you. <laughs> you over there. You. You. The okay. royal you. Just, just <laughs> want to make sure that you know that I'm talking about you and you directly. You, yes, you. You, look next, look to the person next to you. You, yes, okay. Both of you then. Fine, fuck it. <laughs> this is the homeboy. This is the home country. This is the friendly country of the president that, that, that you elected. And when I say you, I'm waving my finger like an old person. I'm wagging it back and forth. <laughs> this is scary. The world is already a scary place, but the fact that this is going on... I gotta be honest. I don't fucking like it. (laughs) I don't know how else to say it. Not a fan. Scared for these folks. Pray. Yeah, I I don't mean to sound contrary, but I don't like it either. (laughs) I think it's a bad thing. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement on that. Okay, just making sure that was a test. That was a test. I'm just kidding. It was. But yeah, I'm just I'm I'm saddened by this and scared because if what what what's the old saying? Uh, first they came for this group and I didn't stand up because I wasn't part of that group, and then they came for this group and I didn't stand up because I wasn't them neither, and then they came for me and didn't nobody say shit and I was like you motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paraphrasing, of course. I feel like Russia's just obsessed with that macho male mentality that doesn't seem to have much room for uh, anything weird or seemingly sissy. I just keep thinking of of, of Vladimir Putin, Putin's like uh, those pictures that he had of him being a big old man riding on horses without a shirt on and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like if anything's going to get stop people from being gay, it's that. But <laughs> well, the thing that I I found that the the most people who are the most homophobic are usually gay themselves, but un- unwilling to actually admit that in any kind of way. And so, I think Russia's gay. So I think uh, <laughs> they're just they're just going around rounding up all the gay people. Just like, well, we're not, we're not gay. Uh, they're they're gay. I never had yep. a dick in my mouth. I uh, no, that that never happened. And I'm just saying, <laughs> I just went on Spotify and looked. Macho Man is most popular in Russia. That is not at all able to be verified. It is probably changed by the time that y'all look it up. Fuck you if you follow up. Man, man, wow. Spin the beat. This is single simulcast. How's it going? I know you. Got a clue what you're doing You can play by new to all the other chicks out here But I know what you are, what you are, baby Look at you, getting more than just a re-up 
baby, you got all the puppets set the strings up. Baking like a good one, but I call them like I see them. I know what you are, what you are, baby. Like us, 
Just stay strong, we'll appeal, nigga, you'll be free Down with you to the very end Cause you ain't never had a friend like me I'm down for you, so ride with me My enemies, your enemies Cause you ain't never had a friend like me Nobody knows where we'll be My enemies, your enemies Cause you ain't never had a friend like me I'm down for you, so ride with me My enemies, your enemies Cause you ain't never had a friend like me Nobody knows where we'll be My enemies, your enemies Cause you ain't never had a friend like me How can I be blamed? Forgive me, Lord, I'm insane In search of fame, won't hurt to change Following the footsteps of past dealers He put with ski masks, no witnesses We blast quillers, maybe now they feel us In this act of war, more casualties No survivors, any man that defies Quickly dies, cause we ride us in my quest for chips We wear best equipped with automatic fire We reply when my enemies trip Me and you against the nation Whispering while we conversating Cause niggas died over information How much more can we take? Expect us all to break the world ain't ready for us yet So let's make Clinton pay They never wanted us to make it Everything that we possess We had to fight and take it I think the president is smoking weed Bumping this beat Making a living out my misery So they got a friend like me I'm down for you so ride with me My enemies your enemies Cause you ain't never had a friend like me Nobody knows where we'll be My enemies your enemies Cause you ain't never had a friend like me I'm down for you so ride with me My enemies your enemies Joshua Harvey from the Meat Cutes. And I'm Matt Young Shipway Shipway from the Meat Cute. And uh, we're proud to be the official first white guest on the Single Simulcast. And thank you guys for listening. This place is awesome, and you should definitely keep listening. So, thank you. This Single Simulcast. Uh, on your mark, ready, set, let's go. Dance, go, bro. I know, you know, I go psycho when my new joint hit. 
just can't sit. Gotta get jiggy with it. That's it. Now, honey, honey, come ride. DKNY, all up in my eye. You got a rider, bag with a lot of stuff in it. Give it to your friend, let's spin. Everybody looking at me, glancing at the kid. Wishing me was dancing a jig. Here with this handsome kid. Take a cigar right from Cuba, Cuba. I just bite it. For the look, I don't light it. No way to hand me on the hands, they all play. Give it up, jiggy, make it feel like four play. Yo, my cardio is infinite. <laughs> Big Willie Styles all in it, getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. What? You on the ball with your kid? Watch your step, you might fall trying to do what I did. Mama, uh, mama, uh, I'ma come close by. In the middle of the club with the rubber dub, uh. No love for the haters, the haters. Mad cause I got floor seats at the Lakers. See me on the 50-yard line with the Raiders. Met Ali, he told me I'm the greatest. I got the fever for the flavor of a crowd pleaser. DJ play another from the prison of this Your Highness. Only bad chicks riding my whip. South to the west, to the east, to the north. Bump my hips and watch them go off. But go off and get shit short. And you don't stop in the winter order. I mix it high. Getting jiggy with them. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. 850 IS if you need a lift. Who's the kid in the drop? Who else will slip? Living that life, some consider a myth. Rock from South Street to 125. Women used to tease me, give it to me now, nice and easy. Since I moved up like Georgia Weezy. Cream to the maximum, I'll be axing them. Would you like to bounce with your brother that's platinum? Never see Will attacking them. Rather play ball with shacking them, flatten them. Like getting. Thought I took a spell, but I didn't. Trust the lady of my life, she hitting. Hit her with a drop top. With the ribbon, crib for my mom on the outskirts of Philly. You trying to flex on me? Don't be silly. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Simulcast episode 241, Shante, Josh, Young Shipway, Fat Man Wild, <laughs> and me. <sighs> so, uh, a while back, Shante and I were discussing this guy. That's all his name was, was this guy who would go out on dates with women and eat 
and then leave them with the bill that he'd be like, I got to go to the bathroom and then he'd run off. Classic move. Right? <laughs> um, Matt, is he talking about you? Oh my it's, God. It's possible. <laughs> I feel like Matt can get away with it though. Like they'd uh, come out to get so there. They'd come after him and he'd be like, I was just going out to my car to get the ring that I bought for you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now you ruin the surprise. No, I didn't. I'll go back inside. See, that makes it sound like women are inherently just going to fall for something like that. And most women I know would be like, fuck you, young shipway, you piece of shit. Come back in here and pay this bill. I knew something was up when you didn't want to go to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> no, Matt always wants to go to McDonald's. Nothing wrong with that, unless, of course, you actually like that shit, at which point, fucking demon child. Um, so, this, uh, story is, yeah, it's, it's cruel. It's, it's cruel not only in what's going on, but it's cruel in the way that they, whoo, let's go. A wannabe rapper... That is the first words in this statement. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's his rap name. Be rap. <laughs> I feel like that would be a good rap name. <laughs> a wannabe rapper who allegedly down plates of expensive seafood has said he wouldn't go back to the restaurant because the lobster was overpriced. Terry Peck, 33, was granted bail after he allegedly chowed down on two lobsters a baby octopus, 17 oyster shots, and drank a number of Coronas at O'Mara Brothers Seafood Restaurant at Main Beach on Sunday evening to the tune of $620 before fleeing the restaurant. How did he flee the restaurant? He In jumped... a wheelchair? Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That, that would be interesting, though. Don't touch him too hard. He looks like he's injured. (laughs) He jumped into the motherfucking ocean. (laughs) Is he an Aquaman villain? Oh, my God. Well, good for him for actually being able to move after eating all that. I know. Yeah. Oh, you know he could float, though. $620 worth of food. He probably thought he could talk to the animals. Well, come rescue me. Shark, swim before me. Um, he swam into the ocean and ducked underwater to avoid police. When asked if he wanted to apologize for doing a runner without paying the bill, he said the top end seafood joint should be saying sorry to him because the quality of the food was similar to what was being served in the Southport Watch House. Which is a bad. Wait, is this a white guy? Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> Peck the Packer. There was an oyster shell in the oyster, and a staff member said he was going to take care of the bill, so I left. Peck said outside of court. <laughs> because there was an oyster shell in one oyster. <laughs> The manager said he was going to take care of the bill. This is the worst lie ever. (laughs) I took 17 oyster shots. There was a bit of shell in one of them, 
And I swear I overheard the manager telling me that he'd take care of the entire bill. So I left. Oh, that's great. Uh, quote, they should be apologizing to me for the shell and the overpriced food. He said he was going to get the bill. I told them to tell the chef it was overcooked. End quote. Peck said he had been drinking on the beach with a friend before he decided to dine at Omero Brothers, but had to leave before paying the bill because because his friend phoned and said she was in labor. In the ocean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I told you he could talk to dolphins. <laughs> My friend was over at the beach and said she was having a baby on the beach, Peck said. I couldn't find her, and I was going to pay my bill if I found my wallet, but I lost everything. This Peck. sounds like a lie my son would tell. <laughs> this like one of those lies where so you just sit far. back and you're like, uh-huh. And then what happened? <laughs> sometimes my kids, not often because they know better now, they fucking know better, but sometimes my kids tell such elaborate lies that I'll just listen and be like, uh-huh, and then I'll ask them to double back to the middle of the story. Like, I'll let them talk for, like, 20 minutes, and then I'll ask them a question about something that happened in the middle and watch them flounder. So, it was a yellow car, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was a yellow car. You just said it was blue. Mm. I actually learned that from Minutes Society. You know, yes, you that's exactly up, what I was going to say. <laughs> that you were reenacting. Then you know you fucked up, right? You know you don't fucked up, right? Um, one of my favorite movies, Oh Dog the Great. Um, <laughs> then told reporters he had invited the famous music- musician Eminem to come to Australia for a rap battle before performing <laughs> for the cameras. After hearing he'd be on the nightly news. I'm trying to rap battle Eminem at the moment, but he won't come down to Australia to have a go. Do y'all want to hear his rap song? I am not joking. No. (laughs) Are you sure? The rap song is called, quote, Let's Get Drunk, Let's Get Fucked Up. Oh, God. I don't know if I I have it in me, because I'm still kind of traumatized from, um, was it Mike Tyson? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mike Tyson. I'm Mike Tyson. Yeah, I'm <laughs> still traumatized. Oh, man. During his that court appearance, Magistrate Joan White was incredulous when she heard how much he had eaten. <laughs> oh, God. By himself? She <laughs> <Yeah>. asked. <laughs> Peck faced Southport Magistrate's Court this morning on two counts of obstructing police and one count of stealing. After finishing his meal, Peck allegedly ran from the restaurant and was chased by staff before swimming 50 meters into the ocean near the lifeguard tower at Main Damn. Beach, the court heard. Yeah, 50 meters ain't a joke. Mm-mm. I would have died. Seriously, if I ate all that food, I would have fallen asleep 25 meters in and fucking drowned. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, shellfish caught- has a lot of cholesterol, too. You would have caught me doing the dead man's float. <laughs> <laughs> For real, though. And asking sharks not to eat me because I'm one of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I would have Rachel Dolez all those fish. I'm one of you. Oh, shit. That's not right. I apologize profusely for party rocking. That statement should not have been made at all. Um, 
I'm actually ashamed of myself. After lifeguards were unable to pr- to retrieve Peck from the ocean, water police arrived. However, <laughs> Peck had to be retrieved by two. Po- <laughs> he had to be retrieved by two police on a jet ski. After water police were unable to pull him from the sea at about 5:30 p.m. yesterday, I can just imagine them with like one of those uh those pool nets that you use to take <laughs> out leaves, and they just leaf them up, grab them. Drag him back to the shore. I just imagine, oh, who's eating a pineapple under the sea? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. See, all I can think of is the Benny Hill music, <laughs> like him running out to the, running from the restaurant out across the beach into the water, swimming. The different boats coming, then the jet skis coming, trying to get him out. Yeah, just. Yeah, that's that's going on with my mind. Yeah, you win. That one is definitely <laughs> the uh, the best. That is the everything right now. Um, yeah, no question. Um, so the court was then told Peck refused to get on the jet ski and dove underwater to evade police. The Don't court- ever find me down here. <laughs> Like, how long did he think he could hold his breath? <laughs> He's underwater waving at him. Time me! Like, I'm sure they'll look for about ten seconds and they just leave. <laughs> if the police are anything like the police on Grand Theft Auto, I should be at two stars by now. <laughs> oh, man. Um... The court heard Peck, who has a number of rap videos on his social media profile, was on parole at the time where he allegedly committed the offenses. The duty lawyer also told the court Peck had been volunteering at a children's charity. He was granted bail on the condition that he resides in the property and not attend O'Mero Brothers Seafood Restaurant while on bail. <laughs> He'll be back You're banned! He'll be back in court on May 4th. So now I'm thinking about Homer Simpson when he got thrown out of that all-you-can-eat seafood restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is the best. Oh, my God. I want to do this now. (laughs) For my 15th anniversary, me and my wife are going to an expensive seafood restaurant (laughs) on the wharf. (laughs) That's a hell of a story. Yeah. Why are you wearing swim trunks? <laughs> We're going on an adventure. <laughs> yeah, a wetsuit is still a suit. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Oh, I hope God. this guy writes a song about it. He probably will. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Shantae wouldn't let us listen to that other song, but I'm sure if he wanted to battle Eminem, he's got something in the works for this. Gangster fish, exactly. <laughs> I hope that it's to the the under the th- uh, under the sea song. They yeah, just exactly. rap over that. That would be cool. Oh, <sighs> is Australia? You said. Yep. I mean, it makes sense that they have water police. They're surrounded by it, but it's still weird that they call it water police. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, that doesn't sound like a real thing. <laughs> So the moral of the story is the next time that you bite into a shell when you're eating something, 
the manager is going to take care of everything. <laughs> Even if they don't say that they're going to take care of everything, <laughs> they're thinking it, and you know it, bro. Like, I feel like that's a bro thing to say. You know it, bro. They're thinking it. Just leave. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. So this one may be a little bit uh, triggering for parents of uh, eight-year-old boys. An eight-year-old Ohio boy with a craving for a cheeseburger drove himself and his four-year-old sister to McDonald's on Sunday night after learning how to drive by watching YouTube videos. <laughs> Police arrived at the McDonald's in East Palestine, Ohio around 8 p.m. Sunday after receiving multiple calls from people who saw the young boy driving. According to authorities, the children headed to McDonald's after their parents fell asleep early. During the mile-and-a-half road trip, the 8-year-old obeyed all traffic laws and drove effortlessly through downtown. <laughs> Jacob, uh, East Palestine patrolman Jacob Kohler told the Times, quote, he didn't hit a single thing on the way there. It was unreal, he said. The eight-year-old used money from his piggy bank to pay for his food. Quote, the workers thought that the parents were in the back, but obviously they weren't, Kohler said. A family friend who was inside the restaurant spotted the children and called their grandparents who later picked them up. No charges were filed, and the kids were able to eat their McDonald's while waiting for their grandparents, the Times reported. Yeah! Quote, I think there's a very good teaching point there. With the way technology is, more children will learn how to do anything and everything, Kohler told the Times. This kid learned to drive on YouTube. He probably looked it up for five minutes and then said it was time to go. End quote. First thing I want to say is, <laughs> this kid is the fucking Neo of YouTube. He watched it for five minutes and walked away saying, I know stick shift. And hopped in the car <laughs> and took off. The second thing that I want to marvel at in this whole situation is the fact that this kid could actually not drive down that mile and a half road fuck all that the fact that this kid was able to fucking traverse a drive through at mcdonald's because i don't know if you know yes this. <laughs> don't do that yes because i thought he i thought i when i heard the story i was thinking like okay this kid drove and parked i had no idea that the kid went through the drive through and that people were thinking, oh, the parents are just in the back. Like, why would you think the parents are in the back? And the kid is in the driver's seat. Like, something's wrong. Yeah, the, like, kid, oh. the kid was smart enough to figure out how to drive, but not smart enough to actually park and get out of the car and then go inside the restaurant himself. <laughs> or wear a fake mustache. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the four-year-old was probably like, What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing right now? Shh, shh, be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. <clears throat> <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Can I, as a 45-year-old man, please get a cheeseburger? Well, how did he reach the, the pedals? Exactly. Yes. Was, the, was the other kid like... Hitting the brakes and, and the gas with her hands? or He had his little sister on the ground hitting the gas and the brakes. That is shittily wonderful. 
Or maybe more impressive. Maybe they were in like a, a trench coat and sitting on top of each other. <laughs> I don't know. Does it just seem like you know, there's kids who there's obviously like really super huge kids that are like younger or whatever, but it's just like if he's an average eight year old, I just don't think they can I don't think you can get the seat close enough and the seat high enough for him to reach it and see. It's just but he made it. He was in a van. I guess maybe it's different in a van. I'm just saying, the kid fucking learned this shit on YouTube. I don't even know how to drive a stick shift confidently, and this motherfucker <laughs> hopped into a car like, you know what? Fuck this shit. We out. You want to go to bed early? I don't. I'm <laughs> tired. I'm going to McDonald's. And when I get there, guess who ain't getting shit? That's right, you. And by the way, you better have snaps on the petrol, because I'm <laughs> driving down there on my own dime. You know how much this costs out of my piggy bank? But back to what I was saying. He really was able to go through the split part of the McDonald's park of drive-thru and order and then drive forward. Here's the thing. You want to prove to me you're a badass little kid? You want to prove to me that you're tough? That you're about it, about it? Realize that you don't want that shit and then reverse out of that drive-thru. <laughs> That's when you're gangster, when you got to look over your shoulder and drive backwards and hope that nobody pulls in behind you and traps you in because you've already placed the order and now you realize you don't really want it because you really want a Burger King or something else <laughs> like that. And so you start reversing out and you're like, I can't make the corner. And your wife is like, you can make it, you can make it. And you're like, Shh, I need to concentrate. I need to concentrate. And you clip it and you go over the side, but you're okay. And it thump, thump. And your wife is looking at you like that wouldn't have happened if you listened to me. And then you're like, I should have just <laughs> went to Taco Bell. Do that. <laughs> that whole it's a good, thing. It's a good selling point for uh, whatever type of car it was. Right. They can start <laughs> advertising. Uh, so easy to handle. Even an eight-year-old can do it. <laughs> this, is like the, this is like the old, even a caveman can do a commercial from Geico. They're just yeah, going to have eight-year-olds <laughs> driving. That is scary as shit. My son is nine. I don't think I want him looking at YouTube anymore. <laughs> Look, dead ass. Because I feel like if my son was confident enough to get behind the wheel, my daughter would be right behind. He'd be like, oh, look, you want to go to McDonald's? Yeah! And they'd be out the fucking door. <laughs> Mom, <laughs> we're going not... to McDonald's. Okay, wait, wait what? <laughs> you just hear the garage opening? <laughs> Why the fuck is the garage opening? <laughs> Hear them peel out. <laughs> See, that's why sudden, I don't own a car. All of it a just sudden, solves everything. All of a sudden, your kids will be waking up in the middle of the night, putting your car in neutral, pushing it down the driveway, and then starting at the bottom of the hill. Ooh, that sounds like someone was doing that when he was younger. <laughs> you know, you know that this kid is going to do it again. He's like, I'm not going to McDonald's this time. I learned my lesson. <laughs> you know that his parents are going to start sending him on missions now. Like, fuck it, we know. Definitely. Like, I have some chores to do. Why don't you go ahead and uh, handle that for me? You, you want, you want ice cream, huh? You want ice cream? Well, take your own happy ass over there and get some ice cream. I'm mopping the floor. Oh, oh, the ice cream hour I hit the corner. Hop in the fucking car and catch him then, Jonathan. What's wrong with you? <laughs> get 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 me a bomb pop, please. Please. Thanks. Mm. Like I would just I don't 
All hate mail can be sent to single simulcast at gmail.com. I don't <laughs> think that I would freak out if I saw an eight-year-old driving a fucking car. I think that I would congratulate the shit out of the kid. Yeah, I'd definitely do a double take. Like, wait a second. This doesn't <laughs> seem right. I'm drunk? not that drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I am not high enough to believe this shit. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. So, um... Phew, boy. Fresh Express, which is, uh, they, they make salads. Toss salads. <laughs> it's important. Sounds like it. Fresh Express recalled some of their pre-packaged salad mix after a dead bat was found inside of a container sold in a Florida Walmart according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Two people said that they had found a dead bat in their purchase package. Wait, what? Eating some of the salad before discovering the animal. <laughs> Just one more reason for me to not eat salad. <laughs> I'm saying. Um, the center added that the bat was sent to the lab to be tested for rabies. But the animal's deteriorated condition did not allow for a conclusive test. Why are they testing for rabies when it's deteriorated? (laughs) There are more diseases that you can get than rabies from a decaying animal. These people are going to become fucking zombies. Oh, (laughs) bat zombies. Bat zombie. (laughs) (laughs) That's the zombie. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> I don't know why that amuses me so much. <laughs> like, like the women are in the background singing, Batman! And the zombie's like, yeah! <laughs> That's what echolocation sounds like. <laughs> yeah, but these zombies are only going to eat vegans and vegetarians. That's a good call. Those people are fresh. They will just call it fresh choice. (laughs) Oh, man. All of a sudden. You know, that would be an excellent movie if the zombies only ate vegans and vegetarians. So all of a sudden, you see all of these people running to the supermarket trying to get get meat to eat so they wouldn't get eaten by the zombies. But they've been so pompous and prissy about eating meat that they can't bring themselves to do it. And so they're vomiting while they're trying to eat the meat. They keep throwing well, that's what, that's when up. you can have your kid drive you down to McDonald's and go get like a Big Mac or something. That's not really <laughs> Night of the living irony. You, 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 will, you will fucking die. McDonald's is not real meat. I don't know what the fuck that shit is, but it's <laughs> not real meat. Don't do that to people. <laughs> don't, don't perpetuate that rumor. Oh. I heard that they were starting that, though. Or it was that they started. Yeah, I think they're they're gonna start like carrying real meat. They're they're saying all proudly, and I'm like, all right, wait a second. Yeah, (laughs) weren't you doing this the whole time? Why? What? Why is this news now? I did see that sign, the uh, Grand Mac or the whatever that biggest Big Mac is. Now it's 100% pure Angus beef. What the fuck were you using before? (laughs) 22% Half Life. Um, As a precaution, the pair who ate the salad were recommended to undergo rabies treatment. However, the CDC said transmission of the disease by eating a rabid animal is, quote, extremely uncommon. 
Both people report being in good health and neither has any sign of rabies. Nobody has said shit about being zombies. Mm-hmm. Consumers who ate salad from recall packages without animal matter are not at risk, the CDC added. Still, Fresh Express advised anyone who purchased the recalled product to throw it out and not eat it. Those who have questions or wish to receive a full refund for their purchase can call them and they'll give it to them. Now, so that was a dead bat found in a bag of salad. Was there any explanation as to how the bat got in salad? He was lost. (laughs) (laughs) This is not the way to Albuquerque. Bugs Bonnie. Bugs Bonnie. (laughs) Bugs Bunny was fond of saying. And he probably, like, suffocated, which is sad as shit. Yeah. Like, that bat died, and they can't even become fucking zombies. Like, where's the love here? It's the gift that keeps on giving. So, <laughs> one guy turns to another guy and says, Hey, they found a dead bat in my bag of salad. And then the other guy turns to him and says, Dead bat? Huh, that's crazy. Huh. Well, check this shit out. I saw something inside the bag crawling. A live scorpion was sitting in Nuh-uh. a salad mix that a Chevy. I'm gonna go now. That a Chevy Chase Maryland couple bought from a giant grocery store last week. The couple said, "Oh, uh, the man said that he and his wife bought a bag of spinach from a local giant on Friday evening. On Monday afternoon, his wife opened the bag to make lunch when she noticed something unusual." <laughs> I saw something inside the bag crawling, she said. I thought it was a cricket in the beginning, but then I noticed when it was in the bottle that it was a scorpion, end quote. She was able to capture the scorpion in a water bottle. That motherfucker's gangster. She was able to capture the scorpion in a water bottle and recorded cell phone video to send to her husband, who was at work. He returned home and took the bottle to the store. I would have freaked out. My wife would have fainted. Somebody <laughs> would have gotten stabbed. <laughs> That's what you get for eating healthy, apparently. <laughs> Popeye never had to deal with this shit. The <laughs> grocery stores pulled the giant brand spinach nearly six hours after finding out about the scorpion and being contacted by the news. It's like the worst Cracker Jack treat ever. <laughs> <laughs> Close your eyes. Give me your hand, darling. Do you feel that pulsating? Do you <laughs> understand that it wasn't a cricket? Am I only dreaming? Or is that bump a big ass black scorpion? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm just saying. I pour the bag into a colander before I uh, before I eat because I gotta rinse it. I don't reach into the bag for nothing. And now you best believe your sweet fucking bippy. I'm not reaching in the fucking thing. <laughs> oh my goodness, a scorpion and a bat! <laughs> like this sounds like a Power Rangers episode. <laughs> okay, um, golly. You know what? 
Batman Wild, Spin the Beats, this is Single Simulcast. You're listening to Single Simulcast with Rashani and my mom, Shante Fabulous.
Feelings and these fears Don't just to get back Back up in high school I made it cool Just so some real shit Won't get full blown Being where I'm from They let the smoke come quicker Than an evil redneck Killing to helpless color figure And as a victim I am in it low key Still the key Holy self got lower than me So I stood up And let my free form For free Said I'm gonna get some Before they knock it out me I don't sweat it I let the bullshit Blow in the breeze In other words Just to breathe Yeah Songs. I run this town. What the fuck is they on? Uh, uh, uh. She yeah. say 
and she in the fashion. So I told her to imagine Gucci, Louis, Mark, Jacob, Bazin. She on the catwalk, Tyra Banks, she passed him. Love true religious, but can't fit the ass in a size two. So what we gonna do is take her to Beyonce stylist, and she be wildin', saying that my rap be violent. I know how to keep that silent. Take her far, far from the hood where ain't no sirens, unless she listening to Howard Stern on Cyrus. Nah, I mean serious, 'cause she's so serious, and I kills the cat when the cat. Get curious, and you can take me as that biohazard, and you should have your hazmat. If I took your girl, you can have your cat back. This a 106 new joint, and she just flashback. I don't trust her. I shouldn't be within a thousand feet of her. I love her, and if somebody else touch her, I go hard. Keep her sharp like the grease in my cat gets She like my cat gets You're right, you're a product of your own decisions. This is Single Simulcast. Episode 241, Young Shipways in the building. <laughs> Josh is in the building. Shantae me. Fabulous in the building. Uh, all can be found on Twitter. B-T-W-L-O-L-L-M-A-O. <laughs> Josh can be found on Twitter at Submanic. That's me. I'm not going to tell you how to spell it because fuck it. That's why you want to do yep. this. You got to work. Yep. Uh, Young Shipway can be found on Twitter at fuck if I know. Mad the the underscore Shipway. You can find me there. Yeah, that one. The underscore Shipway. Uh, Shantae can be found on uh, Twitter at Shantae Fabulous. I can be found on Twitter at Rashani. Um, the Meat Cute can be found. Can it be found on Twitter? Yep. At the Meat Cute, I'm guessing. Yep, it's us. That was such a good guess. Like that guess right there was fucking fetch. Um, <laughs> I am trying so fucking hard to bring fetch back. Like I am force feeding <laughs> fetch into people's lives, whether they want it or not. No, I felt like I needed to like take Scar's place and say stop making, stop trying to make fetch happen, but I didn't do it. But I thought about it. You don't have to do that. Just let it <laughs> flow. Let it flow. Being calm and kicking back is fetch. Dude. <laughs> and on Wednesdays we wear pink. <laughs> <laughs> oh look. You made a Valentine's candy. Good for you, Mr. Bobo. And not for Gretchen Wieners. Um, sorry, it's one of me and my daughter's favorite movies. If you want to laugh for no reason, watch Mean Girls and simply fast forward to where he's singing beautiful in the talent show. And watch him get hit in the face with a shoe over and over again. Oh my God, it's those moments that make me proud to be an American. Anyhow... <laughs> Okay. Okay. I'm I'm ready now. <clears throat> a victim believes his business has been subjected to retaliation attacks after speaking out about taxi drivers using his driveway as a toilet. 
Real estate what? agent Tim Simpson told the news that unprecedented amounts of feces have been dumped in the alleyway behind his Hercules Street shop. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> After he reported occurrences to authorities last month, national taxi firm 13 Cabs spoke to at least one driver for allegedly using the laneway as a toilet. Asheville local area command is also on the case. Looking at footage from Duke Street, Duke Street, they're shitting on <laughs> <laughs> little things to identify offenders. Mr. Simpson said he was, quote, sick and tired of the stomach-turning cleanup task. I'm at my wit's end, Mr. Simpson said. The day after I reported it, I stepped out of my car and there was doo-doo left all over the laneway and on the steps of my shop. I've never seen anything like it. I've contacted the council repeatedly, but no one seems to be doing anything about it except for the shop owners who are having to clean it up. End quote. Business owner Rita Lemon's patisserie also faces onto the driveway. She said the situation had improved in recent days, having suffered past experiences of catching culprits in the act. But she ain't no snitch. She ain't gonna tell you who did it. <laughs> 13 cabs and matching complaints from data to GPS devices fit inside of taxis to identify further possible culprits. Head of client services, Simon Percy, says the internal investigations are continuing. Quote, we're taking the complaints very seriously. We have a team investigating it hardcore and we'll get to the bottom of it. Ha! Bottom. <laughs> That's where the poop comes out. <laughs> Up your butt and around the corner. You're going to be right on this street. Oh. oh. Mr. Simpson, who was considering relocating his... That's not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. Who was, re, who was considering relocating his business after 40 years has put the problem down to a lack of toilets in Asheville and delays to the CBD upgrade. Inner West Council has been negotiating for transport to include a toilet in a new commuter car part as part of the upgrade works. But a spokesman said there are no plans to install a toilet in the facility. <laughs> oh, that is great. Just rent a porta potty. Just put it out there. That'll save you so much time. Oh. oh what what city to... is this taking place in? This is all in Australia. Nobody wants to do oh, okay. this shit in Oh, to think. Oh, this is just great. Like, if my sister-in-law, and I think my brother-in-law as well, and my daughter, Gogo, all three of them, I believe, were uh, outside uh, getting an ice cream because, you know, we're we're all in Cali other than you, Shantae, who unfortunately isn't. Um... (laughs) Dang. <laughs> well, you, you, I'm sure it's still snowing there. Because um, I just imagine it's snowing everywhere that's not California, like 24-7. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Florida snow. Florida is under, under like, that dude hopped into an ocean, and it was just a frozen lake, and he just, like, skated across it. Hopped into the ocean, it turned into a frozen lake. Don't ask me how these things work. They just work in my head. Um, but, yeah, they were outside uh, about to get an ice cream. 
from the ice cream man. Because the ice cream truck was riding through the neighborhood. You know, it all makes sense when I say the whole thing like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they walked up to the truck and they found that the truck was empty. And the truck was empty because the ice cream man was behind one of the neighbor's bushes taking a shit. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> terrible especially because they <laughs> they did not see him with napkins toilet paper bag anything like everything just got left behind as he came back out to try and sell them and it's it i love that shit oh man it just had a special flavor so now they refuse to uh eat any uh ice cream from ice cream trucks how do you get that desperate? How, do, how is it like it's either now or never? Well, it's it's like there's no bathroom on the truck. And, I mean, ice cream man. Yeah, but you're in, like, you're in a car. You could literally <laughs> just drive to, like, a restaurant and just go take a shit there. Or go to Australia and just find that alleyway and just take a shit there. There is Any a right around the corner. Like, there are places to take a dump around here. It's not like we're in a, a, a rural area. Yeah. That's I'm gonna let every listener know if you are in a desperate need, you gotta do number onesie or number twosie. Denny's, just find your nearest Denny's. They don't give a shit whether you use their bathroom or not. Just walk in, walk straight to the bathroom, and use it. They don't give a shit if you eat their food. Like seriously, <laughs> I don't think Denny's gives a shit about anything at all. Like their motto is literally Denny's fuck you too. Yeah, like fuck up, fuck up to Denny's, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Denny's is the old Jewish grandpa that just doesn't care anymore. <laughs> Welcome to Denny's. We wish we were dead. <laughs> Welcome to Denny's. Four more years of this shit, I swear. <laughs> Welcome to Denny's. Gotta take a shit. Uh, you could use the bathroom if you want. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. I'm, I'm having a blast. This is, this is ridiculous. Um... So, I have a snake named Omar, and Omar escaped. Well, he moved out. Yeah, he moved out. We'll say that one. It sounds better. (laughs) Omar moved out and moved into the garage because he was a grown-up, and he stayed there for six months until my wife found him and brought him back inside. Um, And now he's back from outer space. Um, Dang. This is not a story about Omar. A man was treated after being bitten by a five-and-a-half-foot rattlesnake on Sunday. It happened at the River Ranch hunting grounds. The victim was airlifted to the medical center, the local medical center, for anti-venom treatment. Fire crews were told that someone shot the snake in the midsection, and the man thought it was dead. But when he picked it up... The snake bit him. Quote, you have to be extremely careful with wildlife. Leave snake handling to the professionals, said <laughs> Even if it's dead. Bobby Bond. <laughs> we all know that there's a lot of rattlesnakes out here. Just last month, our crews were extinguishing a brush fire when one slithered by. I just want to add an uh, a extra thought to that tip that battalion chief Bobby Bond just gave out 
if you see a fucking rattle in a snake, just go away. Just don't even fucking touch it. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dog? Like, what, what were you going to do with it? What exactly was the plan? Were you going to eat it? Were you going to swing it around your head and go, what exactly? Did you think the fucking zombies were coming and you had to get some meat <laughs> to yourself and you were going to die? What exactly was the plot here? And what makes you think that a snake getting shot in the midsection is going to die? Do you know how many stomachs they have? No. Do you know where the stomach is located in the snake? I don't. And snakes are long as shit, too. I think snakes have, like, five hearts. I'm just guessing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, snakes are all midsection. Pretty much. Yeah, they're just one long stomach, really. <laughs> <laughs> they're just trying to get through life. Without getting shot in the midsection. If I got shot in the midsection and you ran up on me, you know what? You goddamn right. I'm going to try and bite you before I die. <laughs> you better fucking believe it, buddy. I'm going out of my way to fuck you the fuck up. Like, if I get shot, I'm going to be that dude who's like, come here. I got to, I'm dying. It's, everything's going dark. I got to come close <laughs> to me. I got to whisper something in your ear. Come here. Come here. And when they come over there and lean over me to hear what I got to whisper in their ear. Yeah. Mike Tyson him. I wonder if it's on Spotify yet. I'm laughing so hard my nose is running. Oh god! I don't understand why that guy didn't just like empty the clip or the the chamber. <laughs> it's just like because if it's still, you shoot it again in the face. Yeah, right? <laughs> at least poke it with a stick. You know, yeah, right? do something. Make sure that it's dead. There are like you don't rules. grab it, don't touch it. You shoot it in the face. Has he not seen Zombieland? You fucking double tap. <laughs> you always double tap. True. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? And why do you want to be the first person to touch the snake anyway? Throw a rock at the son of a bitch. Worst come to worst. Do something. Don't just say, as soon as the shot goes through him, well, he's dead. <laughs> oh, golly. Oh, Wait, man. where was this? Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so Florida had the bat. Florida had the scorpion, <laughs> and Florida had the rattlesnake. God damn. The devil is in Florida. That's all I'm saying. I lived in Florida for two years. Can confirm. It's fucked up. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. So, uh... Well, it, sounds like, it sounds like Florida, man. It has some competition, man. <laughs> Just wait. There's more. <laughs> some guy... That's that's how they're stating this. Some guy. That's journalism. Yeah. I wouldn't want to express who it was either. Because if you hear this, you wouldn't want this son of a bitch coming after you. Some guy tried to buy human skin for $400 on Facebook. Wasn't me. Buffalo Bill. It was Buffalo Bill. Right. It, put, it puts the lotion on its skin. Like, that's exactly what I was thinking. Or else it gets the hose again. You gotta say the whole thing or it doesn't work. You put the lotion on your What could be described as the case to make your flesh crawl happened on March 14th? Uh, 
Deputies went to an address on Northwest River Trail in reference to somebody trying to buy human skin, the report states. A woman told a deputy she found a man attempting to purchase skin on Facebook. The ad, she said, was posted in the Jensen Beach garage sale. The ad indicated that $400 would be paid for human skin, but the ad was taken down perhaps because of concerns of having skin in the game. Uh. <laughs> a deputy demonstrated there's more than one way to skin a cat. Oh my god. <laughs> because the investigator hate this shit. Uh. was able to click on the individual who posted the ad and revealed the individual's name, the report states. If the deputy knows that man's name, it may be difficult for that person to save his own skin. God uh, damn it. I, uh, why is this? Why is the world like this? I'm more upset about these puns than I am about the human <laughs> But wait, there's more. God damn it. <laughs> Florida Statute 873.01, which prohibits buying and selling human organs and tissues. Violations of such are a felony. So if the ad placer is caught, prosecutors may want to extract their pound of flesh. God. God damn it. <laughs> ah, wait. <laughs> I gotta oh, find it. I gotta find it. Come here. Come close to me. No! No, son of a bitch! Okay, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? It's not a snake. Don't worry. I'm looking for something that should be here, and yet... Oh, there it is. Okie dokie. Now we're cooking with grease. Yes, we are. Come here, you beautiful motherfucker, you. <sighs> okay. So, violations are a felony, so if that ad placer is caught, prosecutors may want to extract their pound of flesh. (laughs) (laughs) It was was all worth it. (laughs) By the way, this is in Florida. <laughs> I would like to know what he needed the human skin for. Right. And did he have like a preference? Like, did he need like a whole body of like continuous skin? Did he need like just you know random pieces? What like was what? What color? What color right. skin did he want? Mm-hmm. Texture? Did he want it exfoliated? Did he want it shaved? Did he want it? you know like slightly weathered and sun damaged it's just there's a lot of things a lot of ways it could go with getting human skin and plus only $400 for human skin that seems a little cheap to me well it's Florida the skin is already yeah. been wet <laughs> and um if you look deeper into the Facebook post I'm just guessing I didn't make the post I, I promise um <laughs> he was clearly only looking for toe knuckles Oh. 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 Yes. oh no! Yes. Toe knuckles. That's the 
That's the worst word I can think of. Yeah. I think toe knuckle is my moist. Yeah, it's it's worse than oh. moist right now. <laughs> toe knuckles, oh my god. Oh boy. Oh gosh. Okay, I'm done. I am done with that one. Okay, um, before I delve into delve, huh, also one of those words, delve. <laughs> before I delve into um, serious stuff, because there is still st- there is still serious stuff. Um, let me see if I can find this story real quick. Um, to make a long story short, Des Bryant uh, was on Breitbart. Ugh. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I already don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Des Bryant was on Breitbart saying, quote, black people are holding each other back, not white people. Oh, my God. Um, in his post, Bryant says the white people are not the reason black people are su- unsuccessful, but rather black people are, and that people of all races should, for- should focus on personal accountability. Here's the transcript. First and foremost, which is so redundant. Uh, first and foremost, <laughs> I would like to say I do a great job. <laughs> I gotta do it. Oh my gosh. First and foremost, I would like to say I do a great job of minding my own business. I am sorry. That is excellent. First thing yeah. first, I mind my own business. But it's pressing on my heart to share my thoughts about white Americans and black Americans. I saw a person quote Charles Barkley when he said, We as black people were never going to be successful, not because of you white people, but because of other black people. I hate to admit it, but I understand that quote. Good for you, Des. <laughs> yeah, first off, never, never quote Charles Barkley. <laughs> he understands it, though. Yikes. I understand that sentence. Um, I've been racially profiled on numerous occasions, but not once has it influenced the ill feeling inside of me about anyone outside of that issue. Real slavery. And by the way, whenever I say something like that, that means that he put it in all caps. Real slavery is (laughs) what's going on in our world now. We all, quote, every ethnicity parentheses, close parentheses, have the opportunity to lead by example. (laughs) Instead of making videos about the history of racism that get applause or people with influence merely doing things to post for social media, we should focus on individual accountability to be better as a whole. I've recently ran into a guy I grew up with who spent his adulthood dealing drugs. While we were catching up, he shared with me that he wished he had chose a different and better path. He said seeing my success was inspiring and that it encouraged him to do better with his life. Let me make sure I got this straight. He was talking to a drug dealer. (laughs) (laughs) The drug dealer, in turn, is talking to a multi-million dollar football For some strange reason, (laughs) the drug dealer sees the football player's life and says, you chose the right path. You think? Buddy, are you sure? I mean, I only made $30 million. And 
you're dealing crack behind a McDonald's where a little kid just drove through with his four-year-old sister. <laughs> I'm not impressed by that one, Des. Um, real question. What is wrong with being sophisticated and black? Why do we associate those who chose the straight and narrow as not being black enough? Why is it that I was one of the first examples of success to my friend? Because you make $30 million, you son of a bitch. <laughs> God. I'm just saying. Um, we focus hard on fighting the realities that exist instead of creating our own reality. The ones who came for us, Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, Malcolm X. By the way, I think he means the ones who came before us because the ones yeah. who came for us were clearly our fathers. <laughs> oh, hey, oh. All over your mom. Oh, no. <laughs> Paved the new path for us to follow. Have you ever thought about the fact that if your dad had nutted somewhere else and then nutted in your mom in a different time frame, that you wouldn't be here? Yep. I do now. Like if your dad was like, I'm going to bust this one all over your chest, and then later on that evening he nutted inside her, you might be a sister. You might be your sister or something like that. Or it awesome. might be even more impressive if he did not all over her chest and then I somehow <laughs> found my way into there. It's like, I made it. I'm a survivor. You know what? At that point in time, if that ever happens, your name is Missy. I don't care if you're a boy or a girl. Your name <laughs> is Missy. And when people ask, why is your son named Missy? I will look them dead in the eye and say it is short for mistake. That motherfucker <laughs> Rambo crawled down his mom's chest. <laughs> oh, gosh. And paved a new path for us to follow. I'm not talking about the sperm anymore. I'm talking about death, Brian. <laughs> the struggles and hurts they endured created a new life for us today. It is not our job to carry the burden, but it is our job to lead by example. Not that my opinion matters. I'm just sharing my thoughts. Two things. One... <laughs> I am convinced that when Des Bryant says that black people are holding each other back, not white people, he's referring to Dak Prescott and Tony Romo. Because with Tony Romo, he was getting passes and he was all pro and all that. Tony Romo's white. But as soon as Dak Prescott came in, who's black, he started feeling like he was being held back, like he wasn't getting the ball enough. Black people are holding me back. <laughs> Son of a bitch quarterback and that black running back Ezekiel. Both of them just holding me back. I need Jason Witten and Tony Romo back. Second thing. This is what happens when people who want to be smart but really aren't decide to write. <laughs> and I'm not saying that like he's an idiot. I'm just saying that like he has clearly forgotten what happened when he was uh, going through the draft process <laughs> and Jeff Ireland, who's a white uh, general manager, uh, who was the general manager for the Miami Dolphins, asked him about his mama being a prostitute during the draft interview. Oh, oh that shit. Was him. That was okay, him. That, yeah. Okay, I remember that. I, well, I remember stories about that, but it, I, don't, I didn't realize that it was Des Bryant who was being asked that. And, and, and ask him that as if it was something that they would hold him back about or judge him about. So when you tell me that 
white folks aren't holding you back. There's proof of it right now. I'm not going to say that white folks aren't holding you back because I don't know your life. You are clearly out there changing people's life one drug dealer at a time, sir. And for that, I applaud you wholeheartedly. Because now your friend is going to fucking turn into Rudy and I'm on the football field. What do I do? <laughs> and, um, sorry, fuck Rudy. Um, yeah, fuck that Rudy. Seriously, dude, like, this was a you thing. You, you can't. Just as it's counterproductive to say that all white people are the cause of people being held back, it is also counterproductive to say that black folks are the cause of your downfall. It's a balance between everything that goes on in your life. Everything that goes on in your life is different from things that go on in my life. He's saying the black folks are holding him back. I blame the Mexicans. It's all <laughs> like, oh my god! You're welcome. It's out there in the air. Somebody's doing something. As the resident Mexican, I'm sorry. Joshua, every single time I want to lose weight, there's a Mexican food right around the corner from my house. Somebody owes me an apology. <laughs> It's delicious. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. It's so good. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Let me just stop drooling. Oh, my God. Um, but seriously, like we... You Northern California people, you're missing out on the Southern California Mexican food. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nobody likes a braggart, okay? (laughs) Okay, I'll I'll be down there soon, and I'm going to eat. Lord, yes. <laughs> I, just, somebody, I just miss it. When somebody finishes their sentence by saying, Lord, yes, it's about <laughs> to go down. <laughs> Heavens to be. <laughs> but seriously, like, we can blame anybody and anyone anywhere at any time for our downfalls, for the issues that we have. But... Something that I read a long time ago that stuck with me even now is still true. The one constant in all of your mistakes, in all of your failed relationships, in all of your fuck-ups is you. I've always found it easier to just blame my parents. I, thought I learned it from you, Dad. It's funny that you say that because older white people found it easier to blame Obama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whenever I don't show up for something, I just blame my dad. Like, look, I just lead by just do by example. I learned this from you, Dad. <laughs> I promised to show up, and then I didn't. Guess who I learned that from? 33 years of my whole life. I'm not saying that, you know, went to get milk and never came back. That's such a 50s Although, thing to do. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's just... It's confusing. I, I, I hear a lot about the whole personal responsibility angle. Like, my mom, white ginger, is always, like, pretty racist, too. My, <laughs> um... <laughs> It's just like, it's always telling people like, oh, like this, just have personal responsibility. Whatever's wrong is, is your fault. I'm just like, oh, that's, that seems really simplistic. Like, how are you supposed, like, what, what's the process by which you like, all right, this is my fault. How does that make things like better? Does that give you more opportunity to be like, well, it's my fault that I don't, you know, can't get a shake in life. It, you know, like, it's it my just fault the being... cops are beating me down the street. And you know, you're absolutely correct. I'm, I, I, I don't mean to make it sound so easy in general. I'm just saying that to go out and I'm, I guess I'm saying the inverse of what he's saying. To go out and blame an entire race for your issues just seems yeah. 
problematic. Yep. You know, no matter what, it sounds problematic and it sounds dumb. Like, and and here's the other thing. He's a millionaire. <laughs> if anyone's not allowed to talk about somebody holding them back, I think it's a millionaire. Unless yeah. <laughs> it's a billionaire. Like, you sound real whiny right now, dog. You're sitting in your mansion talking about, let me tell you about the black folks who were holding me back. My butler <laughs> won't bring me my slippers. <laughs> no, yeah, you, you definitely have a point. It's the same thing with uh, the Holocaust and everything. Hitler blamed the Jews for Germany sucking. It's like, oh, Germany sucks. Blame the Jews. Not because it's Germany. I was about to say. <laughs> After being there, I can tell you who's a blame for Germany sucking, and it ain't the Jews. I can fucking tell you that right now. It's the Autobahn. That's what's the blame for Germany sucking like shit. But, I mean, it, it's, it's just baffling to me that uh, this is the course that he's chosen to take. You know? That's all. That's it. I get it. Now, I used to do this thing a long time ago uh, called Misconnections. And then my homeboys, uh, Jeremy and Dan from the Collards and Green. The, uh, no, Collards Crown and Collards. Crown, Crown and Collards. Collards. Collards and Greens. Crown and Collards <laughs> podcast uh, available on the CSPM. Uh, they are now doing it, so I don't do it because, you know, I don't want to continuously find the same stuff they find or they find it. Mine in the same well. Don't want to do it. Even though we all have different opinions so it can still be hilarious, it's just not something that I do anymore. But I found this one and I was like, you know what? I got to do it. So we're going to do this real quick. I'm not going to play the music like I used, so I'm not going to do anything like that. I'm just going to lay this one out there and let y'all discuss it real quick, and then we're going to do whatever we're going to do. <clears throat> By the way, this is in Northern California, um, and it's Misconnections. It's available on Craigslist, and this is Man for Woman. It's usually Man for Woman. I just want to put that out there. You usually don't find a woman for man. <laughs> At least the real ones are Man for Woman. Exactly. <laughs> The women for men are not like that's just somebody typing out fanfic. Um, <laughs> you at? <clears throat> I'm sorry, I, I need to get the voice back. <clears throat> you asked for a light, man for woman. I doubt you'll ever see this, but I had to put it out there in the universe. You could make a good dog slip the leash. The fuck does that mean, Kobe Bryant? <laughs> <laughs> you could make a good dog slip the leash. Not that you'd want to. I'm sure you're a good girl. Sigh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Did he put the little asterisks next to the sigh? Nope, he just typed it out nope. as is. <laughs> sigh. Um, if I'm wrong, for the love of all that is holy, let me know. And so I'll know it's you. What did I say when you asked for a light? 
that's it. That's the whole thing. That's one. Thing oh my I love. God. That's, that's one thing I love about misconnections is how they put the code words at the end. Like, what did I say when you asked me this? Or what color shirt was I wearing when I approached you in the parking lot? Because guys don't seem to understand that women just really don't want to be approached. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she wasn't really looking at your uh, shirt. She was trying to look at the ground. She was wearing earphones. So she didn't hear what you said when she asked you for a light. <laughs> Yeah, she just I'm, didn't have a lighter. That was it. <laughs> this is this is right for any of you dudes out there who don't understand like why women are so like so acting butthurt all the time. It's because th- this happens to them all the time. There are <laughs> thousands of thirsty guys out there who yeah. create an entire like like fucking reality in their head where y- you are interested. In. They're just like convinced that they they would leave a. A leash for you? I don't know. <laughs> I, th- I think that I think that means that he was probably in a relationship, but oh. he was like, "Oh, I would totally cheat on my girlfriend because this woman actually talked to me." Because this oh woman asked for a light. That's all it took. <laughs> I've been oh, thinking God. about you ever since you asked me for a light. God, yeah, Where's that's not word? that good of a dog. You know how <laughs> I know that men are stupid. This is how I know men are stupid, right here, because a man can go from seeing a woman to being infatuated with a woman within like 45 minutes <laughs> that's being like, very yeah, liberal she actually, she actually made eye contact with me she's in love with me oh, or she have... wants she wants my dick like even mm-hmm. if it's just just super big she wants my dick she wants it in or around her mouth mm-hmm. she wants my dick that's yeah dear diary she wants my dick. She asked sigh. for a light, but what I heard, sigh, was for my dick. By the way, I am currently writing this with my dick. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> This is, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's not, it, it's funny. It is funny. But it's sad when you think about what happened in San Bernardino, where uh, a young woman was murdered by her husband uh, because she decided to leave him. Um, and so he came up to the school where she worked and murdered her and murdered an eight-year-old boy and shot another little kid and then shot himself. They were married for three months. He went from saying just a few days prior that he loved her so much and he couldn't imagine living without her and that she was a light of his life and all that kind of stuff. Why do men say that? (laughs) Why place... I mean, yeah, you might think it sounds romantic. I can't live without you. Uh, I die without you. Yeah, PM Don did that, and it was really interesting back then. But then you think about it: I die without you. That is a you won't. Yeah, you won't. You'll be fine. Exactly. <laughs> the, also, my alarms are going off right now. Just hearing that, I'm like, oh, uh oh, what? It's a danger, danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> I die without you means you ain't leaving because I ain't dying. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't know what you. 
I don't know what you thought this was. I'm not dying. I just said that to get... That's pillow talk, baby. So, like, you say these things that all just mean I am in possession of you. Yeah. Yeah. That's really what this all boils down to. I possess you. I hold your soul. I belong to you. You have my heart in your hands. Men say these things that are so they want them to sound sweet, but then when you think about it long enough, it sounds sinister. Mm -hmm. You hold the key to my soul. You have my heart in your hands. You are the only one that I've ever loved. You are the one for me. I die without you. I can't live without you. I can't see myself without you. And then when something like this happens, the first thing men think to do is grab a gun. This isn't the only murder that happened this week. A man got fired from his job in Florida. Went home, grabbed a gun. He worked at a gym. Went home, grabbed a gun, came back and shot two managers. He said he would die without the job. Uh, Threat alert. Exactly. Also, like, tip to guys. Whenever you're thinking of something to say that's romantic, imagine it in Darth Vader's voice. And if it it sounds creepy instead of funny... Then don't say it. Like Darth Vader's like, I could never live without you. It's kind of intimidating. But if he's like, you look really beautiful today, that's fine. (laughs) Put your hand on my dick, Luke. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Luke, you know that's your sister, right? Padma, I'd literally die without you. Yeah, yeah, because he's that. That's yeah. definitely right up Darth Vader's alley. That is. You know what? That that's the best advice that I've heard in a long time. And I've heard a lot of advice. Don't look over there. Tuck that in. <laughs> Crouch down in the catcher's position when you wipe, so you can get all the crumblies. Like, I- <laughs> oh god. Don't eat that if you bought it yesterday. Uh, oh, if you walk down Duke Street, look down. <laughs> oh, boy. Shantae? Yeah? Uh, do you want to begin Chapter 1 or nah? Oh, God. Oh, God. We've got to do this. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know what this is. <laughs> I, I don't always, know what this is, but I'm excited. I always, yeah, Rachel Dolezal's book, which whose title I don't remember and don't care about, but yeah, we can go ahead and, and do it. I can, you know, it can be a cathartic moment for me, I guess. Okay. Is it a diary of a white black woman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's called The Gray Area. Fat Man Wild, uh, Spin the Beats, this single simulcast. Kissing like a bandit Stealing time Underneath a sycamore train Cupid by the all Valentine's 
This is Aaron B from the Black Astronauts Podcast. And what you need to do right now is sit, 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 sit your ass down and listen to the single simulcast. Peace.
That was, that was simply sensational. Single, Single simulcast will surely surface speedily. Bitches. <laughs> Hi, this is your man Jeremy from the Crown of Collars podcast. And you are listening to Single Simulcast with my man Rashani and Shante Fabulous. Your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. And I'm your favorite podcaster. So that should be your favorite podcaster, because I'm your fave, fave, and your fave, fave. Check them out on Single Simulcast. And check out Crime and Collars. Find wherever you can find great podcasts and the CSPN Network. Hello, everybody. You are listening to Single Simulcast. My name is John Cushman of the Cushman Chronicles. This is a podcast where I fight the forces of resistance in this... Okay, I gotta go. The Cushman Chronicles. I'm too close to Santa. You feel like you're too close to Santa? Yes. And it feels like I am just too close to Santa. I'm sitting on this white man's lap. That's why I got that's why I got a light skinned Santa Claus. How you get a light skinned Santa Claus? That just throws everything off. I got the Santa Claus. Technically, the Santa Claus at the top of my tree came from Dollar Tree. So you know, all of that stuff isn't necessarily exactly the same. And I just happened to look, and one of them was just a little bit darker than the rest of them. So he's light skinned Santa Claus for as long. You know what? That's almost as bad as my grandma, who in like '86 got a Kwanzaa Santa Claus that was wearing a kente cloth. <laughs> Oh man, Black Power Santa Claus was the best. (laughs) Single simulcast episode 241, Shantae, Fat Man. Young Shipway, Joshua, me, yo, 916-572-9016. You can check them out at themeetcute.com. Really, like they're this funny on their show. This isn't just an act because they're on our show. They're not just, they're they're freaking comedians. They're awesome. They, They do this for a living. They're awesome and it's adorable and you should check them out and give them money. Give us money too. PayPal.me backslash single simulcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we are now back to the Rachel Dolezal book in full color. Finding my place in a black and white world. Help me God. <laughs> Last episode we read the prologue which was bad enough. <laughs> the way that I meant for that to sound, but it was bad enough. And now we are on chapter one. <clears throat> let, let me uh, please be silent while I fall into character. <laughs> please be silent while I fall into character. But what are you doing? Please be silent while I fall into character. 21 Jump Street was one of the best movies, period. <clears throat> <laughs> 
Chapter one delivered by Jesus. We don't get to choose our parents. Mine, Larry and Ruth Ann Dolezal, met while petitioning the high school principal in Libby, Montana. I'm sorry. She's already killed her credibility. There's no blood yeah. in Montana. <laughs> Reggie, Reggie Watts, yeah, he's from Montana. Really? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> How did you know that? I know things. <laughs> Specifically about Reggie Watts, that's pretty much it. To set aside a place on campus for students to pray during their lunch breaks. Larry had become a fundamentalist Christian after jumping into a van full of Christ-loving hippies heading west. The van took him from his childhood home in Montana to a commune in Seattle. She's white. <laughs> yeah, commune? Yeah, that's, that's definitely a white thing. She's yeah. white. This book is over. Where he walked the streets and tried to convince others to love the Lord as much as he did. Ruth Ann's religious fanaticism was passed down to her directly from her grandfather, the pastor of an Assembly of God church in Nampa, Idaho. What the fuck is a Nampa? <laughs> Ruth Ann's brother, my Uncle Ben, not the one you're thinking of. He can't cook rice. <laughs> this is oh, me God. talking. I don't want y'all to think she has anything black anywhere near her. <laughs> She's like, I have credibility. My uncle's name is Ben. Uncle Ben, but is so was, but so was Spider Man. So right. you never know. But there with, is a black Spider Man, so maybe with great power <laughs> comes one minute rice. <laughs> Ruth Ann's brother, my uncle Ben, had a prayer van. Mm-mm. Right? Oh, right. Not get into your van to pray, sir. <laughs> right, and I have candy. Come to my prayer mm-hmm. van and come mm-hmm. talk Thank to you. me. It's the oh. worst party bus to ever. <laughs> oh. oh man, I, I always need this and I can never find it. My uncle Ben had a prayer bus. Okay, fine. I'm Chris Hanson. <laughs> <sighs> <Boy. laughs> Anyhow. My Uncle Ben had a prayer bus, uh, prayer van, with supernatural house calls painted on the side, which he and his wife used to cruise around northwestern Montana while attempting to heal the sick and, in some cases, raise the dead through spiritual warfare. Oh, wow. In short, my family was overflowing with what people in the mid-70s called Jesus Freaks. After getting married, my parents bought 23 acres of land just west of Troy, Montana, on the side of a mountain with the view of the Kootenai River meandering through the valley below. Meandering. Kootenai. (laughs) (laughs) That just sounds like another word for vagina. I'm sorry. I'm just... I'm just going to say that and leave it alone, but tonight I am going to ask my wife if I can take a look at her kootenai. And, um... <laughs> You'll have to report back in as as uh, G-rated as you can next week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, baby, let me... Yeah. Actually, you know what? I take that back. The kootenai sounds like the group that beat up Daniel San and the Karate Kid. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! Oh, it sounds 
I saw them from Bloodsport. Oh. <laughs> Where are you going? I'm going to the Kootenai. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely something that you have to do a crane kick against. <laughs> <laughs> While they were clearing the land and building the house I grew up in, they lived... She is getting wider and wider. They lived in a teepee made from wooden oh, yeah. poles. Larry had fashioned from trees he felled and canvas Ruth Dan had stitched with an 1870s treadle sewing machine. Whether they were still living in it or in a house under construction at the time of my birth remains a topic of debate in my family, but either way, my childhood environment was very nearly the definition of rustic and white. <laughs> <laughs> As part of their Christian fundamentalism, Larry and Ruth Ann were young earth creationists, a group that believes the earth and all living things on it were created by God over a six-day period between 6,000 and 10,000 years ago, that dinosaurs were amongst the creatures on Noah's Ark, and that all of us are descended from Adam and Eve. I believe that. Fuck you, Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> Larry and Ruth Ann also believed that since Adam and Eve didn't have an obstetrician or a midwife, they didn't need one either. Yeah, because that's where this works. Just as he'd done with my, with my brother Josh, who was born two years before I was, Larry took it upon himself to deliver me on November 12, 1977, without any medical personnel or assistance on hand. As a result, Ruth Ann almost died from excess hemorrhaging. On my birth certificate, Jesus Christ is listed as the attendant to my birth. <laughs> wow. <sighs> wow. You keep, say, you keep saying you're not white, but I don't believe it. <laughs> I know I would continually be reminded throughout my childhood just how difficult my delivery had been for my mother. That I had nearly killed her weighed me down with a sense of guilt that I could never fully shed. Compared to mine, Josh's birth had been a piece of cake or so I was told. It quickly became clear to me that in our family, Josh was the blessed child while I was the cursed one. Or should I say, the black sheep of the family? No. God damn it. Yes. Oh my god. Huh? <laughs> you seeing it? Huh? No. No. <laughs> I'm glad that you said it because I totally would have. <laughs> it was on the cusp of what I was going to say. This distinction even made itself known in my name. Many readers of the Bible only see Rachel's virtuous aspects. She was beautiful, beloved by her husband Jacob, and blessed to have two children, Joseph and Benjamin, who were ancestors of the 12 tribes of Israel. But Rachel was also a human illustration of the consequences of sin. Angry at her father for tricking her husband into marrying her. Angry at her father Laban for tricking her husband into marrying her sister. Like many aspects of the Old Testament, it's complicated. Rachel stole her father's idols that represent household deities and served as a form of title deed, hid them in saddlebags inside her tent, and then took a seat on top of the bags. When Laban came looking for the idols, Rachel lied and said she couldn't stand up because she was on her period. Meanwhile, ignorant of the fact that his wife had taken the idols, Jacob issued a curse on whoever was in possession of them. Rachel died in childbirth soon afterwards. 
just going to stop right there and say real quick that um, the Rachel in the Bible lied under duress, uh, lied to get back at people, lied to get back at her father who had hurt her. Rachel Dolezal hasn't done any of that. <laughs> well, she lied. She definitely lied. I'm, I'm just pointing it out. She clearly is nothing like this Rachel. Like, <laughs> life is just like a dream. <laughs> She's just angry at her dad for not being black. So that's that maybe that ties into the whole thing. I think it does. I, I, honestly, I think she thinks her father's Jay-Z. But um <laughs> Oh the Bible and its curses. One of the best known occurrence occurs in Genesis nine and involves Noah, his son Ham, and a very drunken night. After Ham visits his father's tent and finds him highly drunk and completely naked. Ham tells his brothers Shem and Japheth, who cover their father with a garment while averting their eyes. Noah responds by condemning Ham's son Canaan to a life of servants of servants. Most curses in the Bible are generational, which means Noah was censoring all of Ham and Canaan's descendants as well. Here we go. So this is all in her in her book. This is all. In this her just book. sounds like filler. So she's just. She's copying shit from the Bible just to, like, fill up pages. But exactly. What? I don't understand why we got all churchy. It's just like, what? Yeah. What? 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 I mean, what? I understand. Is, we, is we she got trying to explain the origin of her name? But wait. I, I, I don't know. There's <laughs> more. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Most, <laughs> most curses in the Bible are generational, which means Noah was censoring all of Ham and Canaan's descendants as well. And although race is never mentioned in the passage, an error in translation, some interpreted Ham to mean dark or black, engendered the idea that Noah had cursed all black people. And by the 18th century, this interpretation was being used to justify racism and slavery in the United States. The idea that black people are victims of the so-called curse of ham, that they actually deserve to be treated poorly, remains embedded in our collective psyche to this very day. It, it's not in my psyche. I don't. I don't uh -uh. know. No, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, Rachel. Yeah, I, I just, I just think that ham is delicious, and as a Jew, <laughs> I feel like I probably you're should a say that, but it, it, it's, it's good. You're a bad Jew. Well, he means turkey ham, which is Ham's little brother. <laughs> It was ham, Canaan, and turkey ham, and then there was, and then there was um, Ham's little nephew who lived in the dark forest. So his name was Black Forest Ham, and his wife, who was so sweet that her nickname was Honey Honey Ham, and um, you can't forget about their cousin Spam, which nobody really likes to talk about. Oh, wow. And then there was a really thick one. His nickname was Ham Steak. And they all just hung <laughs> out together. <sighs> I'm hungry as shit. <laughs> <laughs> that I, too, was somehow cursed was imparted to me before I could even speak. I'd nearly killed Ruth Ann as she labored to deliver me. That my hair at birth was almost black. <laughs> I'm sorry. I need to find a picture of her. That my hair at birth was almost black and my skin was much darker than my parents and my brothers was a great source of anxiety for Larry and Ruth Ann and added to the notion that I was a lesser child in the family. As a child, I cried all the time 
earning me the nickname the Blue Boo Hoo during a winter <laughs> which I primarily wore a blue coat and the green grouch. Different winter, different coat. In the rare moments I wasn't crying, I'm going to call her the Blue Boo Hoo for the rest of her <laughs> day. Yeah. It just sounds like she was a shitty person to hang out with. Right? <laughs> the green grouch and the Blue Boo Hoo would never make it in Marvel. <laughs> Worst superhero names ever. <laughs> they could maybe be wrestlers, but definitely not in Marvel. <laughs> oh, oh. It's the triple tag team match. Coming out first, weighing 245 pounds and coming from Southern California, Shipway. Done it. Done it. Done it. You know what? Fuck that shit. Why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> One second. And coming all the way from Montana. <laughs> it's the blue boohoo in the green house. <laughs> there was a guy in no, wrestling thanks. named the Blue Meanie, by the way. I just want to point that out. I remember him. I think. As a was child, he like a clown? Yeah. No. No. It he is, was just okay. he just wore blue and he died. He's really dead. It's not a joke. Rest in peace. <laughs> In the rare moments I wasn't crying, I was running, moving, and dancing, which because which because I was female and being raised in a stoic Christian household were equated with sinning. Running and moving and dancing were equated with sinning. Checks out for me. Yeah. She's living in footloose. I was told <laughs> that if I continued to act that way, living by the dictates of my carnal nature, I would go to hell. Whenever I misbehaved as a child, Larry and Ruth Ann reminded me of an incident that occurred when I was 18 months old. Left unsupervised in the house, I fell down the stairs that led to the unfinished basement and landed on the concrete floor at the bottom, breaking my collarbone and, se- and several vertebrae in my neck. Most Did she hit her head? Ouch. Most parents would have rushed me to the nearest hospital with tears in their eyes. How did Larry and Ruth Ann respond? They prayed over me and took me to a natural doctor who put my arm in a sling and advised me to rest up. No x-rays were taken. No pain medication administered. My neck continued to grow straight instead of in a natural curve as bone spurs fused some, fused some of my injured vertebrae together. I've lived with chronic neck pain ever since. If you're not hearing what I'm hearing here, which is the um, origin story of Darth fucking Vader. Yeah. (laughs) Then we're listening to two different books because she hates her parents. Let's just. Yeah, it's it's like I was saying earlier. Just blame your parents for everything. It's way easier that way. (laughs) Like, wow. Mm hmm. Also, it's it's a pretty white person thing to do. It's to yeah. blame your parents <laughs> or do heroin. Um, whenever I complained <laughs> about the injury when I was growing up, Larry and Ruth Ann told me the pain I was experiencing was God's way of punishing stiff-necked people. What? <laughs> what? Oh my God! <laughs> her 
parents are terrible. Maybe yeah. this is what this, obviously this like, this is definitely part of why she's attempting to reject her whiteness and embrace blackness because she has terrible white parents. Well, I can totally understand that because most white people are very terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I encounter them every day. I just want to let you know that that is a direct quote and it will be used in books going forward <laughs> when I write how I became I was born a poor black child. Wait, I was. Never mind. <laughs> Anyhow, an allusion to the wayward nature of oxen which were the most important domesticated animals when the Bible was written. Relying on these animals to plow their fields, farmers used goads, long sticks with pointed ends to get them to speed up or turn. Despite being repeatedly and painfully stabbed, some oxen refused to obey and, as a consequence, these obstinate animals were labeled harded neck or stiff neck. To Larry and Ruth Ann, my parents knew I was mad at them when this is me, by the way, Rashani, you know me. My parents would know I was mad at them if I ever chose to use their real name, but I wasn't fucking allowed to, because if I use their real name, they'd slap the taste out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I was like, don't call me that. Exactly. Like, uh, that's your name. It's like, no, I'm dad. Or mom. <laughs> my name's dad. What the fuck? I legally changed my name to dad. <laughs> <laughs> your mom calls me dad. You're going to call me dad. Okay. <laughs> she also called me God. Um, so Pick your Ruth Ann and Larry. I think I'd be more insulted about being called Larry. Can you at least call me Lawrence? Like Larry. <laughs> Larry is such a seventies name, by the way. To Larry and Ruth Ann, like Ethel. Yeah, Mabel. Or Wait, Kirchner's probably too old. Kirchner's older. That's not a 70s name. That's like a 30s name. Yeah. <laughs> and Ingrid. Ingrid. If her name was Ingrid, though, is all nobody would think she was black. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my neck pain wasn't a consequence of their negligence. Apparently, and and I hope you can hear my neck rolling when I say this because I can do it because I didn't fall down a flight of fucking stairs. Um, to Larry, that is so wrong, but I did. <laughs> to Larry and Ruth, then my neck pain wasn't a consequence of their negligence. Apparently, it was my fault <laughs> as a one-year-old that I had fallen down the stairs just because they instructed me to avoid doing just that. That's one sentence. To Larry and Ruth Ann, my neck pain wasn't a consequence of their negligence. Parentheses. Apparently, it was my... F you know what? Fuck that. Apparently. 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 <laughs> apparently. Whatever. Apparently, it was my fault as a one-year-old that I had fallen down the stairs because they instructed me to avoid doing just that. Or even an actual physical injury... It was a reminder that I was too obstinate, obstinate and will for my own good and a clear indication I needed to submit to the will of God. That I should feel guilty for acting in a way that felt most natural to me will remain a constant theme throughout my life. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the chapter, a seed is sown right there. That is the seed being planted. 
you are going to see how she embraces her blackness. Fucking hate this person. <laughs> As God, she on. sucks. She sucks so bad. And yet, it feels like her parents, like, neglected and abused her. Yeah. And you know what? I don't even know what to really say about it because I don't want to victim blame. Like, if she was actually, if, if they abused her, which it sounds fully like, and, and I can tell you that from what I've read from other books, Hypocrite and a, a Poofy Dress and, and Kick Me and all these other books written mostly by white people about their childhoods in the 70s, the 60s and the 70s were a horrible ch- time to be a child because the parents weren't paying attention to you. And the parents were doing horribly abusive things to people and they were living in communes and they were doing all of this new age hippie stuff. So I can fully believe that this stuff happened to her. Well, yeah, that's when parents can get away with it. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you going to do? You're one. Are you going to tell on me? Who are you no. going to tell? Ghostbusters? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I made them up because I'm high. I can see the future. <laughs> Take a drop of this acid. <laughs> oh, man. By the way, just so y'all know, chapter two is called Escaping to Africa, parentheses, in my head. Oh my god, this was just chapter one? I feel feel like you just read the entire book right now. (laughs) No, I've read the entire book in the Bible, but that was chapter one. She's got the whole continent in her head in chapter two. Okay. I feel like this is turning me racist just by hearing it. Like, am I am I a bad person now that I've heard a chapter from her book? <laughs> no, you're just learning. Um, no. <laughs> so let's see, Josh, Matt, uh, we at the end of shows give y'all opportunities to plug your shows. Anything you want to talk about? Shout outs. Uh, if there's any topics you want to talk about that we may have missed, now's the time as well. But the floor is yours. Uh, go for it. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, well, uh, I don't really have any topics to talk about, but I do have some things to plug. Um, let's see. I'll be at the Ontario Improv on the 25th of April uh, in Ontario, California. And then I'll be performing at the Pride Comedy Festival in L.A. on May 23rd and 24th uh, down at the Union Nightclub and the El Cid in L.A. Ooh, I like and, that place. Yeah, it's a great place. Yeah. And uh, last show that I have so far, uh, you can find me at the Royal Falconer down in Redlands on June 2nd doing some stand-up. So if you enjoyed what I had to contribute tonight... And if you think I'm a little bit funny, then I'd appreciate you guys coming down and checking out what I have to say. And also listen to the meet cue. Uh, I was going to get to that. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's a podcast that we do. Uh, So, yeah, you can find us there as well. Yeah, that's all I'm going to plug. And uh, follow me on Twitter because I get lonely. (laughs) That sounded sad. You are the one that lives in me, my dear. Want nobody but you. I get so lonely. 
That's a good song. The best part is when she rips open her her shirt and she has like boobs. <laughs> That's always the best part whenever a woman op- rips open her shirt. And she has boobs. That's important. Yeah. When I was 16, <laughs> I rewound that song, like, or that video, a million billion times with my left hand. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to, I think, I think it's probably good to let people know, too. I think the the last episode we released of our podcast says it's the last episode, but it's, it's not. It's really not. We're just kidding. We're being facetious. <laughs> but anyway. anyway. That's all. That's all I have to plug to. It's just our podcast, the Meat Cute. Well, Josh, you also have another podcast. You should probably no. I don't well. don't don't cross the stream. All right. Well, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna plug Josh's other podcast because I've been on it a few times. Uh, you can listen to Welcome to Sunnydale. It's the number two. Welcome number two Sunnydale. They talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and it's super fun and enjoyable. And you should listen to only the episodes that I'm on. <laughs> You know what? Honestly, I have a friend named Scarfinger who is literally going to go nuts when he finds out there's a Buffy podcast. Yep. He loves Buffy. Me, personally, I'm still stuck on season one because apparently there's like 60 episodes per season. Yeah, I, I, I've never gotten through the whole series. I'm like the the person who does, who never watched it, and my the other person on the podcast, Liesl, is... Uh, Someone who has seen it a billion times, so it's the, it's the dynamic. Yeah, sounds about right. Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Shantae? Shout-outs. Uh, well, shout-out to Matt and Josh joining us tonight. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> no, thank you, guys. This was a lot of fun. I yeah, I really appreciate my- it. His name is Young and- Shipway. Young, yes, young right. Shipway, Young Shipway. I'm doing rap hands as I say it. Young I'm Shipway. Doing hands. <laughs> and these are spirit fingers. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I do have to say straight. the spirit fingers did get me through college. <laughs> I'm not even touching that. I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to you guys for joining us tonight. Shout out to everybody who listens and shouts us out on Twitter. And you know, comments and just you know, hollers at us. We, you are appreciated. Indeed. Um. Seriously, nine one six five seven two nine zero one six is the voicemail number. Single simulcast at gmail dot com is the uh, email address. Leave a review on iTunes. We're available on Stitcher. We're available on Spreaker, Google Music, all those places. The meat cute. Is available on iTunes and are y'all on Google Music? We're yep. on Google Music. We're on Stitcher. That's about it, though. And at themeetcute.com. Mm-hmm. Um, leave a review for them. Check them out. Unlike us, they are literally like an hour or less. So in the time you're listening to us, you can listen to like three and a half of their episodes. <laughs> <laughs> you can get through their entire catalog like in the time that it will take to get through six of our episodes I'm just saying <laughs> um thank y'all for coming out I really do appreciate it uh y'all are always welcome back this was wonderful this oh that'd was, be cool I, I was yeah. excited to get invited on I love your show so. yeah this was this was great you guys are awesome and I will definitely take you up on that offer and you know what I was nervous <laughs> 
I was like, like I said, white people are on my show. That means the cops are going to be listening in. But totally uh, understandable. All right. We reduced the melanin count. It, it worked. <laughs> like I just figured the FBI would be listening. Like I don't know. No, no, no. We're white, so they won't be listening. They know that this place is safe now. <laughs> oh, that's oh. how it works. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Um, let me see what else. Uh, 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 PayPal.me backslash single simulcast. Pay us. We're worth it. And um, shout out to Silverback Surfer. Um, dude, you're awesome. Shout out to uh, Chino Banks, Mr. Stokely. You're awesome. Oh, shit. Um,. And ah, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck Chino Banks. What fuck that guy. <laughs> Just wait. I'm gonna get him on the show, and then everything's gonna fall apart. It's gonna be like he can't wait. He can't wait to be on the show. He can't wait to be on the show and argue. Chino Banks is my brother, Josh and Matt. That's why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying. Fuck that guy. You I'm know, gonna get him on wait. the show, and it's gonna be like on Time Cop, where Ron Silver met Ron Silver, and. Like matter can't occupy the same space and they imploded. Like something <laughs> bad is gonna happen when the two of y'all get on the show. The last time I had a brother and sister on the show together, the name of the episode was literally sibling rivalry colon say that to my face. It <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, sounds about right. <laughs> oh man, this single soundcast episode two forty one. Um, featuring Young Shipway and Josh from the Meet Cute, Shantae, me. Thank y'all for stopping by. We really do appreciate it. Thank y'all for listening. We really do appreciate it. Uh, Fat Man Wild Spin the Beats. We out. Peace.
single simulcast.